Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to have an encounter with the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Episcopal Sister Joy Felipe Bruce. Sister Joy is a daughter of Bishop Dyke Mills and currently pastors the IDRC branch of the First Love Church, a thriving church with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. She's also a Macarius minister under the Daghiwad Mills Ministry Office and travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences, taking the books of Bishop Daghiwad Mills to the nations. We believe this message will empower, equip, and give direction for your life. Now listen to Sister Joy Felipe Bruce. Hallelujah. I want you to turn to your neighbor and I want you to tell your neighbor you are welcome and ask your neighbor his name, her name. Hallelujah. Oh, I said welcome somebody sitting by you. Amen. You want to just lift your hands up to Jesus. Oh, yes. Just say a few words to the Lord today. Some of you haven't been in church the whole semester. Thank God you are in church today. And say something to the Lord this afternoon. If you are here, it's because God has not forgotten you. So thank him. Thank him. Take a few minutes and thank him. Oh, what a wonderful God we serve. Hallelujah. We are blessing you, Jesus. We are thanking you. Indeed, what will we say? What can we say? Hallelujah. Thank you for a day that you have invited us to church. May you have your way this afternoon. I pray, oh God, that nobody sitting under the sound of my voice will go to hell. I pray, oh God, that you will have the preeminence. May every spirit of pride disappear in Jesus' name. May every delusion be cleared in Jesus' name. We declare that this territory is holy ground and it belongs to Jesus. And we thank you in Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Wow. Hallelujah. Can you hear me outside? Can you hear me? If you can hear me, wave and let me see that you can hear. God bless you at the side. God bless you. Amen. Those of you controlling the sound. Okay. Amen. Well, I want to welcome you to our great invitation Sunday. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm reading from Luke chapter 14 because today I'm going to be talking to you about the great invitation. In Luke chapter 14 from verse 16, the Bible says a certain man made a great supper and bade many. That means he invited many and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, come for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. Turn to your neighbor and say, I hope you were not one of those giving excuses. But even if you gave excuses, God has had mercy and brought you today to church. The first one said, I have bought a piece of ground and I must needs go and see it. I pray thee have me excused. Another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go to prove them. And I pray thee have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. 
So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city, and bring in hither the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as you have commanded, and yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges, and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. For I say unto you, that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. Hallelujah. God is always inviting. And so many times in the Bible, he says, come. 2,106 times in the Bible, he says, come. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. His house is not full. There's always space. Some of you, the houses that you are from, you don't allow anybody to come and be there. It's like if there's a visitor, there's a problem. Hey. But it is not so with God. He's always saying, come. You know, God bless the film stars for their film this morning. As they were acting, I was thanking God that we are not yet in hell or in heaven. We are here. You still have a chance. Amen. Because what they were depicting is real. Unfortunately, many people will find out when they arrive. Yeah, they'll get there to discover that it was real. But it was not God's will for you. His will was that you would come to him, and that is why he keeps on saying, come, come, come. It's human beings who say, don't come. Yeah. Some of you, to enter the university, the things you had to do. Hey. Even as you have come, cry. Yeah. Because there are always people trying to stop you, trying to block you, trying to say, don't pass here. Or it has not happened to you before. When you were in school, didn't you want to be part of something? And they'll say, oh, not these people and not those people and not these ones. Man is always excluding people, but that's not God. God is always saying, come, come, come. Hallelujah. He's always wishing that you will hear him say, come, and you will actually come to him. That is what God wants for you. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, come. And it's a great invitation, and it's a, to a feast. Every time somebody invites you to a party, I'm sure you wonder what food is going to come today. Some of you, they shouldn't invite you to a party. The way you serve the food, you know. Hey! Nobody else can get some. But when God says come, he also has a spiritual banquet for you. And this afternoon, it is my pleasure to serve you the food that the Lord has brought and made ready just for you. Amen. And just like any good hostess, it is my pleasure to invite you to the table and to tell you what is served on that table. The first thing I have served on the table this afternoon is milk. You know, if you are a Ghanaian like me, you don't normally drink milk. Oh, God. Are you there? Oh, God, you don't know I'm only drink milk. You don't even know what it is for. That's why the kwashioka is plenty. Hey, some of you who are not doing so well in school is because you didn't get milk when you were young. So the thing up here, no, it needed some things. But I thank God that God is not short of milk from heaven. The Bible says in First Peter chapter 2 and verse 2, it says, desire the spiritual milk. Hallelujah says the word is milk so that's what will happen you will grow you may not have had the milk 
from, you know, our cows, they give birth. Remember, if you convince them, sir, they'll bring a small container of milk. They produce just enough for the calf. There's none for us. <laughs> That's why we have been buying the milk in tins. It comes from somewhere. But it's not so in heaven. It's not short at all. The milk of the word. Amen. And we invited you to church today to give you some milk from the word. Milk is a food. When a baby gets it, doesn't need anything again. Doesn't even need water. Yeah, they can just exist on it and be growing by it. And some of you need to say after today that I have joined myself to the Lord and I'm present so that I will receive this milk. There are some problems you've been facing in life. It's because of a certain milk you don't have. But as you come closer to God and as you have accepted his invitation, you are receiving a certain milk that will make up and that will allow you to grow normally. Hallelujah. He's calling you in to bless you today. Amen. Oh, I said amen. Babies who don't have enough milk, they don't get enough food. Their hair is even brown. Ah, uh, please get a microphone. I have a nice nurse over here. She will tell us, uh, uh, and in charge, please give her microphone to tell us in charge what happens when a baby is brought to your ward uh, uh, and the baby has not had enough milk. Please, how does the child look? And as she's giving the characteristics, I hope you'll be comparing it to yourself. Yeah. Hey! The hair is very scanty. It's like they have intentionally put it in different hey. places. So it's Some people, your spiritual hair just says scanty. There's no spiritual hair on your head. Oh my God. And scanty hair. What again? Brown hair. And brown very hair. Yeah, very light. Like all of us, our hair is black because of where we are from. Our hair is black. You alone, your milk is not enough. So brown hair. And very weak. No energy. No hey. strength. Very weak. Hey, the doctor is adding more up. Please, you said what? I said they are apathetic. They look like that. They're just... Hey, some of you, since you walked into the church, all the things that have been happening here, you have been sitting on your... But I thank God that there's spiritual milk that you can drink and that will help you, that will enter you, that will cause some small strength to re-enter your life. Hallelujah. Well, sometimes when I come to church... I try not to look at certain corners of the church. Hey, when they were even putting their chairs, I was inspecting those who were coming so that they will not by mistake bring me some people. Push your neighbor and say, neighbor, if you are sleeping, it's you they are talking to. Hey, but pastor, have you come to your church for me to insult you? Ah, where is the insult? If you don't have strength and you are sitting down, is it not something that we should say? Where is the insult? Hey. Hmm. But as you come to church, I thank God that he addresses us and we receive milk to grow thereby. The second thing I have on my table this afternoon to serve you with is bread. Jesus said some famous words in John chapter 6 and verse 51. He says, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. Oh my God. Something so common as bread. You know, when we mention bread in this, our country in which we live in it, you know, we often say that, oh, we dear, we are not bread eaters. Are you here? So we, dear me, 
is the bankunu money. The fufu money. I like heavy breakfast. If that was true, where is all the bread that is being baked going? Have you not seen them on the roads, junction to junction, in cars, walking around? Haven't you seen it? Who has been eating it? Who? Who? Samotia. I tell you, we the non-bread eaters, we are eating it. If you are here, you need to be 40 years and above to remember the time when Ghana had no bread. Bread is the commonest thing. Lady Reverend Humi, you don't remember. You were working in diapers. Abba. <laughs> are you here? This generation, you didn't meet it. Where bread was an esenko, unless you have a friend whose mother is a baker, you will not eat bread. Today, we see the bread and we try and hold the... Mm. We even hold and say, is it fresh? Is it fresh? Then we'll be doing like this. Yeah. Then we'll say, no, no, no. It's too hard. Oh, I don't want this one. I want that one. I don't want the sugar bread. I want the flour bread. But you see, bread... Is, ah, someone said this morning, bread is something which it is so common. Eh? You think it is not important. It is when it's not there. That's when you will know that it's important. It is when you have led to the deletion of the church. That is when you understand how important a church is. And some of you, the issues you have in your life is because you have deleted church from your life. You came onto this campus and you said, me, I won't go to church. When I was home, I used to go. Here that I have come, I am a free soul. Nobody will tell me what to do. I will walk around and I will do as you will. Let me tell you something. Listen, like you, I was also on campus and I was also a fool like you. And I also said that as I have left my father's house, I will not enter church. And for four solid years, my back leg never darkened the shadow of a door. But I alone know the cost of that to my life. Till today, I ask myself, if I had had the privilege you have to be on campus and have a pastor, would I have been the way I was? It's only by the grace of God that I find myself here today. You say you made mistakes. You've made mistakes. I made larger ones. Because the bread of life was not in my heart. It was not in my life. And that's why today I can welcome you to the great invitation and say to you that I have on my table the bread of life. The one that when you eat it, it brings life into you. Some of you, as you came, you came full of dreams, full of things that you wanted to do on campus. You have not gone far, but already your dreams are dead. Already your hopes are finished. You are looking at your results slip which recently came. And all that you can see on it, dead, 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 dead. Hey! Some of you are just seeing free flights from France flowing freely. Hey! Some of you, you have had to sleep with the lecture in order to get some great put on it. Your dreams are already vanquished. But I came to tell you, if only you will receive that little bit of the bread of life and you will take in what he sends to you today, a certain life will come back into you. I thank God that my life was not deleted because I didn't go to church. When I finally woke up and I said, please, I need that bread. And I ate it. Oh, oh. He gave me better dreams than the ones I ever had. He gave me better things. And that's why I'm inviting you today to partake of this table. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. But my table is not finished yet. I told you that, bro, I'm giving you milk, number one. And I said, I'm giving you what? 
bread number two. Oh, I thank God. There's something more than that. You know when you just drink the milk? I mean, soon you are hungry again. But that's why I'm so pleased to tell you that number three on my table is meat. I got some meat for you. Some of us, when we are going to eat, we inspect the meat first. <laughs> if the meat is not good, we even change the meal. We'll not eat the meal. But I thank you, God. In Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 14, he says that strong meat, strong meat belongs to them who are of full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. The meat on my table will make you strong. Some of you are believers, all right. But you are so weak. Hey. I said, you are so weak. You said that you were going to stop masturbating, but as soon as a little, a little something comes to pass, before you are away, you have given in. No strength. Girl, you said the guy, no, 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 no means no. Recently, I was reminded of that advert. No means, no means, no means, no means, no. What were they? I forgot. It was what? It was an HIV. Ah. <laughs> Even, you see, I've even forgotten what they were talking about. But here you were, and you said that no means no. It's not happening again. But when the person just went and came, just sent you one text, I miss you, dear. Just sends you a text saying that I couldn't sleep last night for thinking about you. Hey, no, they're your knees. Let me tell you something. Uh, excuse me, eh? but let me tell you eh, before I continue that he's telling lies. So he slept. Bah. Hey, no, your weakness has come. But when you are here and you partake of the meat, the meat, it's meat you will eat to be strong. Yeah, your friend, the bodybuilder, ask him. Yeah. Some of them don't eat any, any cabo at all. Eggs, meat, chicken, yeah, only proteins. Yeah. If you are sitting by a brother, tell the brother, I look at your muscles. I think, uh, I think you could make use of some. Uh, uh. <laughs> hey. Hallelujah. Are you here? Sometimes when you come to church, the message is strong. A strong meat. Sometimes you even want to hide. At times they are even angry. And you are even saying that, hey, they are talking my matter. Hey, this and that. Don't run away. That strong meat, you need it. You need it. It kills a lot of foolishness. Yeah, today's film was strong meat. What happens in hell? Yeah. I saw some of the film stars as they were going. Rubbing the place where the, <laughs> where the belt <laughs> has touched them. Remember, today it's a joke. Tomorrow it's not a joke. Today there's relief. Tomorrow there's no relief. Yeah. It's real. It's real. It's real. You need the strong message to help you, to take you away from some things. Amen. When you are coming to church, sometimes, as I'm even going to say now, sit well. Yeah. Sit well. Some of you are used to going to churches. You can do whatever you like. Not here. Not here. Sit properly. Hey. Yeah. Here, I'll tell you when the, when the preaching is going on and someone's talking to you, I'm, I'll tell you straight out the person is the devil. Yeah, strong meat. 
strong meat. Yeah. But it will teach you. Because usually the person is talking at the time when you need to hear what is being said. That's a, an agent that Satan is using to turn your mind away from what you actually need to hear. The rest of the message is not important to you, so the person will be quiet. But the part that you need for yourself, that's when the person will be talking. I'll tell you in a strong message and tell you that that's a devil. Hey! Hey, how can you call a person a devil? Who do you think the devil works through? Human beings. Hey! Yeah! Every one of those demons who was here, this one said, I'm lust. This one said, I'm pride. This one said, they're all spirits. Do you ever see them? No, they are working through a human being. Brother, that young lady you can't resist, then she comes walking. Oh! Agents! 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 I said, agents! Wow! But if you receive the strong message, the next time the person comes, say, I see you. I know who you are. Live here. Hey! Hallelujah! What is on my table? Number one is what? Milk. Number two is what? Bread. Number three is what? By the time you've had this bread and this meat, you're going to need the fourth thing, some water. Water. Hey! Water. There is this song by Koda. I wish someone could sing it for me. He is the living what? He's the bread of life. The living water. Ah! He's the bread of the water. Uh-huh. Come to Jesus now. Come to Jesus now. All right. He broken hearted. Come to Jesus now. He who test of the righteousness. Come to Jesus now. of that song he talks about the fact that he's the bread of life then he goes on to say he's the living water and it's scripture i've already read about bread listen to what it says about water john chapter 4 i love the scripture in verse 14 but let's take it from verse 13 jesus answered and said to her whosoever drinks of this water that's the ordinary water from a well shall thirst again but whosoever drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up unto, into everlasting life. Hallelujah. Let me talk to you seriously for a moment. Jesus says that when you are only drinking normal water, you will thirst again. 
And many of us think only about the thirst that comes in the throat that we need water. But we don't recognize that many things we are doing in life is because of thirst. Yeah. It's because of thirst. Amen. Why would somebody in full possession of his faculties get drunk? He gets drunk because he's looking for an experience. He's looking for an experience. And after the experience, he has a hangover. And his head is paining him. And he throws up. But he's still thirsty. So, Pastor Sean, please, uh, Pastor Bobby, come and see. You see the guys standing out there? You better sit. Are you here? The, he will be there. Then the thirst will grip him again. And he will forget the headache. Or he will say, it doesn't matter. I'll take it like that. And he will drink again. It's not so much desire. It's thirst. He will even get to the point where now his liver is gone. Like a certain uncle of mine. The doctor told him, if you drink again, your liver can't take it. You will die. He stopped drinking, or so thought the family. Not knowing. Not knowing. He bought it. And he put it. Oh, ceiling fan. He put it there. So we're there when we got a call that, oh, the man has collapsed again. And we said, ah, but I thought you people said he has stopped drinking, so nothing. And his son said, it was on the fan. Because they had searched the room. There's no drink in the room. The man is okay. They had told him, so even in the face of death, did he die? Eventually, yes. Yes. He thirsted again. Jesus said it. The thing that is not good for you that you are doing. You know it is not good for you. But the reason why you are doing it is because you have not drank of a certain water. That is why you are still jamming. That is why you are still fornicating. That is why you are still living a certain life because you are thirsty. You are thirsty. Sometimes people look at Christians and say, oh, you people, it's a pity. Oh, you are really struggling to keep yourself from these things. I came to inform you that we are not struggling at all. At all. You see, the reason why after sleeping with 19 girls, you need girl number 20 is that the thirst is still there. But what is going to happen is that you will discover that girl number 20 was like girl number 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. And that is why after the girls, some go for the guys. Because the thirst is still there. After girl number 102, the thirst is still there. After guy number 55, the thirst is still there. There's a thirst in us that drives us to do something. And it is that thirst that Jesus says that when you find me, when you find me, you have drunk of that water, you won't be thirsty again. You'll be thirsty again. You talk about clubbing. Yours is small. Yeah, I used to club. Oh, cry. Oh, cry. You see, when our father says that, you should go and ask your mother. The way she's wearing her cloth today, she looks as if she's in my hand. It is real. It's real. Yeah. 
But you see, I remember at a point, one Friday, I was saying that, well, the DJ of this current jam is the same as the DJ of the one last week. So even as an unbeliever, I began to see that in no use. You know the songs, you know the pattern in which they will come. You know the dance. It's the same one or two. We change a few things, but it's generally the same thing. And I began to wonder that what cry is the use of this life at all? Because ah, at the end of the day, nothing is the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Those of you who are hooked on pornography, I'm telling you that you are looking at the same thing. It's the same thing. Ah, in how many ways can a key enter a door? A, 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 a door? How many ways? You put it in with your right hand or with your left hand or with your right leg or with your left leg or with your how many ways was that? Five. The thing that you are watching ah, if it's not this one is this one. 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 Yeah. You will be thirsty again, I tell you. You will be thirsty again. But that's why I love Jesus. Oh my God, I love him. He says that, look, come to me. Come, 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 come. I will give you water. When you drink this water, you will not thirst again. You will not thirst again. In fact, after drinking that water, when bigmama.com jumps up on your phone you say nonsense you see it's jumping up on your phone because you've been there before I said it's jumping up on your phone because you have been there before yeah but when the thirst of Jesus, when his water comes to quench your thirst, you will discover that all of a sudden, he doesn't have any attraction for you again. You are not attracted to it again. You are not attracted to it again. Jesus removes the thirst. Young lady who is going from bed to bed. Wait, let me give you a message today. All of them, without exception, it's your body they want oh mom it's not like that so you see he told me listen listen I've been here a while you have just come I said it's your body he wants oh he told me that he loves me he's lying he told that to the 27 other girls oh yeah you don't need to wait to find out I said you don't need to wait to find out pick up your heart from your ground today put it in here give it to Jesus Give it to Jesus. I said, just give it to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That sudden thing, it will, it will, it will, it will die in you. I remember when I was your age, I wake up every Monday morning. One of the assessments, I used to assess a lot of things on Monday morning. One of the things I used to assess was the number of guys chasing me. Oh, yeah. 
And when I assess and I count this one, this one, this one, this one. If it's less than nine, I just say, hey, I have to shake myself. I have to do something. Hey. No, just say my charms are, 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 are reducing. I have to shake myself and do something. Is it a new hairstyle? Is it a new something? I don't know what a something. Oh, yeah. So I didn't have enough dresses to make them short, Lady Reverend. Yeah. But I was assessed. And when I assess and it's less than nine, my insecurities will be a little stronger. Hey, maybe somebody more more beautiful maybe somebody more attractive maybe somebody something has has unseated me from my seat as somebody who the guys like it went on like that until I met somebody called Jesus. From the day I met Jesus, I didn't need that list. I've never had a list like that again. Never ever. I didn't need it till I met Jesus. That's why I am telling you, you see, when I'm describing your thirst, I understand that thirst. I understand what it means to be thinking. I've got, to, I've got to be beautiful. I've got to be part of, of the group. I have to do what they say to, to, to matter, to, to be part. I have to do what they say. I've got to be accepted. You know, so if the group does this, then I have to do some. Whether I like it or not, I must do some so that I belong. So I belong. Some of you, some of you, the way you even dress, you now you are embarrassed yourself. But you see, that's how your couples dress. So, if you don't dress like that, you can't be with them. Are you here? Yeah. And the devil knows it all. That's why it gets crazier by the day. Yeah. That's why you are walking around almost naked. Oh, Jesus. I'm talking to somebody today. As I'm talking to somebody today. I want to tell you that your thirst will not end. If you like, have you not noticed they used to just expose a part of the body? Now they are exposing all, or you haven't seen. You are doing as if you don't know what I'm talking about. They're exposing everything. Yeah. So now if you look at the pictures of red carpet, she's wearing something that's see-through throughout. Yeah. The waist is from here. It's not even lace. It's net. Net. <laughs> you see, she has exposed everything. Nothing is left again, and she's still thirsty. She's still thirsty. That's why I'm inviting you to the one who said, I am the living water. Whosoever drinks of this water that I shall give shall never, never, shall never thirst again. Hallelujah. But my table is not yet empty. I still have two more things on that table. Oh, tell your neighbor it's going to be a good meal. You're eating a good meal, a good meal today. You're eating a good meal. Pastor Sean. I also have on my table some fruits. Some fruits. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. The Lord has promised you that as you are partaking of his meal, 
There is fruit of the Spirit there. There is love. There is joy. When I say love, I'm not talking about the love that is taken from you all the time. Mm. Yeah. The Bible says love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not boastful. It's a different kind of love. The love that doesn't have conditions. Yeah. If you love me, you will sleep with me. Uh-huh. If you love me, you will buy this or that. Young man, you have used everything, including your hostel fee. You see, there's no example I'm giving that as a joke. Everything I am saying is real. It's not a joke at all. After giving her your hostel fee, spending everything, still, still, you are not sure that she's yours. But when you come on my table, one of the fruits there is called love. There's also a joy there that does not depend on what is happening around you. Yeah. There's a joy. Some of you, you are saying that, oh, I, I don't have joy because I'm worried. But he says, listen, you come. I will give you the joy that passes all understanding. What does it mean to have? Why all understanding? It means you should be sad, but you are not feeling the sadness. You should be depressed, but you are not depressed because he has given you a certain joy that in spite of everything, the joy is there. On my table, there is peace. Some of you cannot sleep, no peace. At your age. Already. Yeah. There's gentleness. There's long-suffering. There's goodness. There's faith. It's all part of the fruit on my table. A fruit salad. A beautiful fruit salad from the Spirit of God. And believe me, it is real. When I finally gave my life to Christ, I discovered that I began to change. You can ask my children if they remember. I used to be Amatazan. Oh, yeah. I could run through the house screaming at the top of my voice. Oh, yeah. I don't know when it went out of the window. Oh, yeah. I don't know when it went out of the window. When I became born again, I remember that before. You see, I was an Greek student, and, and the girls were only five, and the guys were 54. And Charlie, it was not easy. Oh, yeah. It was not easy. The profanity and the, and the things. And it was like, Charlie, I will not come down. So as you say, I say, you say, I say, you say, I say. Hey. So by the time I was aware, even my language was not. Don't worry. When I got home, it never appeared. It was only in school. And I remember when he gave me different words, different words, different words. You can call my children and ask them, do they call you fools in the house? Do they call you stupid in the house? Do they call you, what again? <laughs> I realized that he had, he had changed me, the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace. Oh, yeah. My house is like United Nations. Different people from different tribes, different places. Oh, it's elastic like the house of God. Anybody who comes, you get a place to sleep. Oh, crap. Are you there? If you come at the right time, you get a meal to eat. Hey. But you see, the point I'm making is that it didn't used to be like that. It was the fruit. <laughs> hey. Are you in the house? finally on my table I have some wine not the type that will make you drunk 
but I have the blood of Jesus. You know, even at your age, how many of you have made some mistakes, you things you wish you had not done? Wow. Meanwhile, most of you, you are not yet 30 years old. Most of you, 25, you have already made mistakes that, in fact, as you look back, you wish... Have you ever done... You know those mistakes, there are some kind of... When you remember, then you... Your whole body... <laughs> You, you don't even like remembering it. When you remember that, hey, when you remember, you know, sinner, there is no umo that can wash it away. When you have done wrong, when you have done something stupid, there is no sunlight that can remove it. There is no parazone. It is like coconut water. Coconut water, where it will fall, it will mark that. There's nothing you can do. You can soak the dress in the parazone if you like. You can wash it with akasha, akasha if you like. Whatever you do, it is there. But that's why I thank Jesus for his blood. The blood of Jesus. The Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. That's why some of you, you remember things you did five years ago and still... And some of you, when things are not going right, then you say, maybe it's because of that thing that I did. <sighs> but I thank God for the blood of Jesus. Because the Bible says of that blood, you see, when you, when you receive it, all your wrong is moved away. You will never see it again. God doesn't remember it again. It's as if it never was. It's as if it never happened. Oh, yeah. That's why there's a song that says, For it reaches to the highest mountain, and it flows to the lowest valley, valley, the blood that gives me strength. From day to day, it will never lose its power. That's the blood of Jesus. And so this afternoon, if you are here, I invited you to just come and partake of this table. Some of you, this is not the first time you have been invited some of you this is not the second time you have been invited and for some of you this may be the last time that you are being invited after this after this you see because as we are here we don't know who will still be alive a month from now three years three years from now two months from now I remember two or three years ago when we just went to one of our branches here at Kokofu we were invited, come and have a, a program there. And we went to have that program, do you remember? We went during the semester, had a nice program there. A lot of people gave their lives to Christ. Less than five, six months later, I was in my house when I got a call. And the person said, this gentleman from the Kokofu NTC has passed away. And I said, I don't know him. I don't remember him. Was he a student? They said yes. Then the person sent me a picture. And that picture was the picture of the altar call. And the person had placed a red arrow. He said, that is the guy. While we were giving that invitation, we never knew it was his last call. A few months later, his life was taken up. You don't know when it is your last call. 
Some of you who are here this morning, you have been in church, ah, but you've never answered this call. At home, you go to church. In school, occasionally, you go to church. Or you go to programs and you hear the altar call. You hear, you hear, you hear, but you don't do anything about it. You are like a certain young lady. Pretty young lady. She was in school. And eventually, I mean, if you are a young lady, eventually somebody will say, I want to marry you. She said, no, no, no. They said, oh, why? Nothing. No, no. At a point, I told you that me, my list was nine. This young lady, she was a correct young lady. 14 different gentlemen to marry her. She said, no, no, no. No, no. No, 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 no. They said, oh, you know, you, you, you should. <laughs> oh, Jesus. She didn't know that she was being invited to be somebody's wife. She kept on saying, no, no. No, no, no. No. No, no, no. Until one day when she woke up. You see, you don't see yourself becoming older. So suddenly, hey! Wait, oh. It's about time, oh. But this time, when she looked around, nobody was coming. Nobody was coming. Time had passed. Now she became desperate. She was a Christian young lady. So she now joined the choir. You see, because if you are in the choir, as you were standing here, we are seeing you. All the other people, we are not seeing them. She joined the choir. Still, uh, nobody was seen. Then she said, you know what? I'll join the worship team. There are fewer. Do you remember? There were just a line of them here. At least in the worship team, I'll be seen. Are you there? Hey, she'll be worshiping. Hey. Perchance, some brother will notice that she's a spiritual sister. Hey! Still, uh, nobody was coming. Then she realized that there's some young pastor being in the church. And so, this time she joined the praises team. Lift his name! Hiya! Lift his name! 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 His name. Hey. We conquer. We conquer. We conquer. Principalities. We conquer. Hey. So that as the dance is going on, you know, African young ladies, our tushes are plenty. They should come down. Hey. She was about to discover that it's not by tushes. So. <laughs> the thing was that the invitations were no longer coming. Yeah. I'm, I'm te- I, look, the story I'm telling is a real story. It's a real story. Yeah. It's a real story. Are you there? You are going on a long journey. You are passing by petrol station. You say you won't buy. Soon, you will need the fuel and there's no station. And there are some of you here today. You have been passing by this Jesus. He has been inviting you, inviting you, inviting you, sir. Every day you go because of pride. Oh, you see that pride that was working is real. Academic people, students, pride is your sister. No, it is true. It is true. And so there's this feeling that, oh, hey, I'm sorry. Oh. Remember that no matter how big a shot you are, the same way 
a poor man goes to the loo and poopoo. That's how you also poopoo. The same way somebody without a degree. The same way he pees. That's how you pee. In other words, there are some things that are common to us. One of the things that is common to us is heaven or hell. It's common. So don't let your pride stand in the way. You know what I mean? How when the altar call is coming, you say, oh, by that's matter if I stand where I am crying, I say. But you have been standing where you are saying and nothing is happening. Yeah. The reason because it's a spiritual thing. It says, come. Come. In that coming, you must humble yourself and come. So that you will not be like the young lady who suddenly discovered the invitations were no longer coming. At this point this afternoon, I want to invite you to partake of my meal. You need to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Otherwise, you will not even be able to understand the milk, let alone the meat. Otherwise, you won't even see the use of the bread, let alone the water. If you don't come to him, the thirst with which you came is the one with which you will go back. But I promise you that if you open up your heart to him and you receive him as your Lord and Savior, first, his blood washes you and removes from you the sin that sits so closely. Then, the water refreshes you fills you up. The bread becomes available. The milk and sometimes even with butter. This afternoon I'm talking to people who need to give their lives to Jesus. I don't want you to think about your neighbor. One of the things about giving your life to Jesus Christ is that you will answer to him alone. I had a lot of unbeliever friends. They used to be my worry but one day I realized that no, 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 please. What is doing me? These people, they can't help me. What is doing you? That neighbor cannot help you. That friend who is sitting down there looking so proud. I tell you, the prouder the person is looking, the more she needs Jesus. The more he needs Jesus. And so this afternoon, I'm going to ask us all to rise to our feet. Just quietly rise to your feet. And bow down your head. And consider yourself. I brought you here to invite you to the table of our Lord Jesus Christ to invite you to give your heart to him. I don't want any movement around. Just be where you are. Nobody should move at all at this time. But where you are, I want you to consider your own fate. Because you, I tell you, my friend, hell is real. But this afternoon, you have a free card to dodge hell forever. But to do that, you need to give Jesus your life. And so as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, I invite you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you want to receive him as your Lord and your Savior, just where you are standing, just where you are, lift your right hand right up in the air. Just lift it. God bless you. I see your hands all over. I see your hands all over. I see your hands all over. God bless you for your hand that is lifted up. God bless you. If your hand is lifted up, I want you to make a move from there. Just come to me. Just come to me. Just come to me. Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you. It's Jesus who's calling you. Step out and come. God bless you as you come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you're outside, I want you to come from outside inside the hall. God bless you. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. God bless you. 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 
God bless you as you come. Oh, I believe there are more of us coming. Just keep coming. Keep coming. Those of you in front, step up. Come up one step. Come up one step. Come up one step. Yeah, just, just come up one step to make room for those coming behind you. Come up. Oh, step out and come. Step out and come. Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you. Hold on. Listen, you are standing in the congregation. Your heart is beating. It's a sign that Jesus has given you that all is not well. All is not well. That beating heart is a sign. It's a sign. Just step out and come. Step out and come. Just step out and come. I need you to come. Just fill in the aisles. Just come. Just come. Just come. Jesus is calling you. You can come up one more step because they need, they need room behind you. Come up one more step. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are standing. I'm contending for somebody's life. As you are standing there, a voice is saying to you, you don't need to listen to this. You don't need it. That's a sign that you need him. That's a sign. Push that voice away and come. It has controlled you long enough. Just come. Just come. Wherever you are sitting, from the front, from the back, in the middle, outside to the left, outside to the right. You may even be on the stage, but you can see that this call is for you. Just come. Just come. Don't be shy of anybody. God bless you. The Bible says that there is joy in heaven over one soul that repents. More than 99 needing no repentance. You are creating joy in heaven this afternoon. God bless you. God bless you. Just give them some time to come in. LP Joan, Lady Pastor Joan, Pastor Wayne, come please. Oh Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Just give them time to arrive. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Please allow them to come. I'm still waiting. Allow them to come. Allow them. If the place is full, just fill the aisle near you. Just fill the aisle near you. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Jesus is calling you. He says, come. 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 He only means you good. He has only good plans for you. Hallelujah. God bless you. If you're standing in front here this afternoon, you are about to pray the most important prayer you've ever prayed in your life. It's a prayer to receive Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. And as you receive him, you will begin to see changes happening in your life. Bow your head down and pray this prayer after me and mean it with all your heart. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name. Please write my name. My name is, and mention your name. My name is, please write this name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, 
from today, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Now, I want you to lift up your hand and we are going to say something together. Lift up your one finger. You want to say, now Satan, I will not follow you again. I cancel any agreement, known or unknown, that I have with you. Your hand is out of my life. I belong to Jesus. Lord Jesus, thank you for receiving me. Lord Jesus, thank you for receiving me. Amen. Father, I thank you for each one who's given their life to you, to you today. I pray for them, oh God. Let it not be a nine-day wonder, but let it be a real experience, a real change in their lives. Let them taste of that milk, of that bread, of that meat, of that water, of that fruit, and of that wine. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on Facebook, Dr. Joy Felipe Bruce, and on Instagram and Twitter at Ethel Ayudiasi. God richly bless you.